Welcome to Ask the Accountant, the podcast that is made for you. Weekly podcast live Mondays from 8.30 a.m., released on the podcast service of your choice on Wednesdays. Your main weekly hosts, Aaron Patrick and Johan Dari. Got something to ask? Submit your questions below or ask during the show. Podcast loading. We are currently getting everything set up behind the scenes. So sit back, relax, and we will be with you in a few seconds. Enjoy. Good morning, everybody, and a very, very warm welcome to Ask the Accountant, episode number 44. The date is the 21st of August, 2023. And yes, it may have been a slow news week, but don't worry. Johan made his own news this week, so we're all good to go. Um, as always, we'll say as always, as for the last couple of weeks, we are proudly sponsored by us, uh, by Employment Hero, and more on them later. Uh, Johan, we forgot to ask pre-stream, is your ad ready, or are we, uh, we going for another Lizzie one? It's going to be another Lizzie one, I'm Another afraid. Lizzie one, okay, okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Aaron Patrick, and as always, I am here with my co-host, Jan. Jan, how has your week been? I heard it might have been a busy one. I, yeah, it, it's been slightly busy, we'll go into that later. Um, but, you know, still managed to get out and see two different fringe shows, so happy days. Um yeah, so yeah, no, good week, thank you very much. And yourself, how are you getting on? Yeah, it's been very good, but I've noticed we now can't figure out what's happening in the Scottish weather. Um, not sure the weather fans are going to be happy about this one. I, I can report it is uh, blue skies and sunshine. I don't believe green. you. Yeah, and in Scotland, it doesn't get blue skies. and <laughs> You get to say whatever you want now, and we just have to accept it. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we've got, well, I say I've, Normally, I say we've got a cracker lined up. We do have some good topics lined up, just maybe slight on news. But let's go with the main topic of the week, which, of course, is that you may have some news for what happened your end. Has an on-point accountancy gone and uh, made itself a bigger firm, more more advanced? Some would say you've signed the devil uh, signed with the devil in terms of uh, certain software vendors that you've now cozy or not with that wasn't aimed at the deal by the way i think the deal's amazing but i think you know based on your uh, normal um uh, use of software this is a, a slightly different take on it all isn't it yeah so for those that have been uh, i don't know where you've been maybe you've been on holiday and you've not been looking at linkedin and stuff um, last Tuesday, I signed a deal with Joe Wood um, for Joe Wood Virtual Finance Director Services, um, acquiring her bookkeeping firm so that Joe can spend more of her time with family and with her six-figure bookkeeping uh, coaching group that she does a lot of work with. Um, so, yeah, so as of last week, the Joe Wood Virtu- uh, Joe Wood Virtual FD Limited joined the On Point Accounting Group and became On Point Accounting Kent. Um, oh, Kent, is it? Okay. It's purely there because there's enough On Point Accountings at, at Company's House, so I had to define it somehow. Um, and the, you didn't want Wales a, then, because I thought at one point may have been Wales that you are going to go for. So whilst the, old, whilst the company was registered in Wales, very few of the clients were in Wales. So they were oh. mainly in the Kent area, so it made sense to do it that way. Um but yeah, so Joe's team has come on board with us. Her clients have come on board with us. Um, we are all very excited. Obviously, lots of hard work to get everything up and running and you know, plug and go to a certain degree with this one. So the team are looking after their own clients still. Um, so yeah, it's been a, a hard work week. Lots of phone calls, early messages, late messages, as always. But... Very exciting to go forwards with it. Um, I did discover on Friday, as Aaron was alluding to, with signing the deal with the devil. Um, when you combine on point accounting's zero licenses, which we don't have many of, and Joe Wood's zero licenses, that does make the group a platinum partner of zero, which isn't something I ever thought I would, I would say. Um, but 
we all have our preferences in software providers. That's absolutely fine. We're excited now to have a zero team and a QuickBooks team within our bookkeeping team who have their in-depth knowledge of both products and we can you know we can support both client types now even better than we could um so yeah so we've uh, we'll be getting new badges with platinum partner written on um and if anyone needs or would like to apply for the quickbooks labs um <laughs> podcast i hear there's a there's a seat vacant now um <laughs> Aaron, when I informed Aaron of this on Friday night, he was umming and ahhing whether he should even allow my number to be saved on his phone anymore. <laughs> I was half expecting him to get an Android next. I thought that was his next step. <laughs> no, no, I uh, I even went to the Apple store and spent money there to reinforce <laughs> my love of Apple. So, um, but yeah, no, so yeah, it's been a busy week. It's been amazing. Um, Joe's team are all absolutely lovely um they've got the right ethos the right culture to come into our team and be just and advance it even further um i always like to look at each team member and work out what their skill sets are and what they bring to the team and this really does broaden the depth of knowledge and experience that my whole team has now um and you know bookkeeping is where i started yeah. i started out seven six going on seven years ago now with as a bookkeeper like it was just me doing some bookkeeping and your tax return for small businesses and stuff and then we've kind of grown and kind of branched out from bookkeeping uh so when joe had a conversation with me it's like actually there's a huge opportunity for me to refocus on the bookkeeping here you know we're very good at doing the accounts the tax returns and stuff but actually the bookkeeping is an area that i am wanting to refocus on and bring back to a higher standard. Um, so it's not as much about us going in, ripping out technology and telling them they're doing things wrong. It's more, right, guys, show us how you're doing bookkeeping so we can take this best practice and apply it to our own team and our own clients uh, to bring all of that up to another level for us all. Um, so, yeah, it's very much a two-way street, this one. Like They've got some amazingly knowledgeable bookkeepers, which is fantastic. We've got tech behind us so we can go in and help them automate and spend more time with their clients. Um, so, yeah, it's got quite a lot of nice synergy in the deal to be uh, working with for the next few weeks or months or years. And I know we joke about it, but actually having a Zero-centric side of it is actually going to be beneficial for everyone, right? Because oh, yeah. there's going to be aspects that Zero does better than QuickBooks. There's only a few of them, but there's going to be aspects, right? And it's it's trying to find those assets and maybe even trying to learn of how to adapt them or try and bring them over to QuickBooks themselves because, you know, there's going to be ways in which you're going to be able to improve it. And you've got to, like, you know that it's been taught by one of the highest standard in terms of bookkeeping there is, right? Joe's got her reputation because of what she does. Like, she's created a whole podcast on it. She's got the her, um, her group as well, hasn't she? So, yeah, I, I think this is only going to be a, a good thing for you, isn't it? And, I said it's a it's a good fit. Yeah, really good fit. And you know, I know that all your business coaching gurus out there tell you to niche down, you've got to niche down. Personally, I'd get bored if I only did one thing. And you can take that advice and niche your whole firm down to an industry or a software type or something. Or, like I do, I look at each client manager and go, what's that client manager's niche? So I know Vicky is amazing at, at construction companies. Like That's her niche. She will look after other clients, but her expertise is construction. So we, we still niche down, but we niche down per client manager. So that each potential client that comes to us is going to be suited by a client manager. Now, that might be knowledge of industry, might be knowledge of software, you know, We've had people, we have people come to us regularly, which, you know, they're on zero and it's like, no, no, we like zero. We want to stay with zero. It's like, cool, not a problem. So-and-so is going to be your best person for that. You know, um, and you can niche down on anything else really. But as a firm, we're a general firm and we will take on clients from any industry with any softwares um, as long as our team have got the expertise to support them. So, 
yeah, no, it, it broadens our strength no end, really, uh, compared to where we were just a week ago. So happy, happy days. And like you said, with the technology, it's not just the technology that can help maybe streamline their processes here and there and maybe make it a little bit more, like you said, so they've got more chance to talk to clients and stuff. But you can also go in with all the technology, you know, with helping the clients out in terms of maybe new EPOS solutions and and having that. And you get a buying power, right? Because now you've combined the two practices together or on points acquired. And now there's an opportunity for you to have more software that goes in it's like this whole dex issue that people are having you you were saying before how one of the benefits you used to have was the fact that you used to just be able to bring them all onto lines so now that's not there anymore but they're still going to be buying power going forward yeah. isn't there so oh, yeah, definitely. i mean look you know we've just gone from a silver partner at zero to platinum overnight because don't keep, don't, don't keep swearing on the show sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'll get the beeper out <laughs> but yeah you, you you know you're right it is the buying power and it's only, you know, my relationship with QuickBooks like yours is only as strong as it is because we've got the buying power that we do with QuickBooks because we focus on QuickBooks. So, yeah, it's uh, lots of opportunities, lots of great things going on. Good, good. Let's see what the chat has to say about it. So Paul says, good morning, good morning, Paul. Uh, Kirsty also says morning, good morning. And Paul says we can't see the dog either, so we can't get updates on how she's doing out there. So... She's out there somewhere. Maybe this is that opportunity for us to bring a third camera in, and then we could have uh, dog cam. We could swap in between as well. We'll get like the the animals know we're there. We'll never appear on the webcam. Exactly. Uh, Sam's here. Hello, Sam. Hope you're doing well. Uh, ben Zek, congratulations, John. I think that's that's from everybody. Congratulations, John. Well done. yeah, so we don't like to talk about it. It's a painful, painful um, uh, situation. Uh, Lucy's there. Hello, Lucy. How are you doing? Andrew's there as well. Good morning. Well done on the acquisition. Definitely well done. Uh, Paul says, niche working is normally only a good focus for small accounting firms. When you buy new businesses like Yo and Niche sounds per manager business. Exactly right. And to be fair, you bought into a niche, right? Like Joe's is a a niche within a niche, isn't it? You know, it's very rare do we have just purely bookkeeping practices these days. But the fact that they've focused on their niche as well, it's just going to help you understand that segment more than you've ever done before, right? Um, And then Helen says good morning as well. So, I mean, talk us through how the initial kind of first steps of this this, acquisition has been like, were they all on Microsoft Teams as well? You know, are you communicating via there? It's all, do you, you know, do they offer remote working as well? Is it the same sort of fit like that? How's that been so far? So, yeah, so Joe's team are all work from home. So that was a great fit for us because we Definitely. all work from home. Yeah. Um, how they achieve that slightly different. So they rely on WhatsApp and WhatsApp groups. We're, as you say, Microsoft Teams. Okay. So starting today, they're all moving to Microsoft Teams. Um, you know, there's some things that they do that we don't, so we're going to trial them and see what happens. So, like, they have a morning huddle every morning. Yeah. We don't. We kind of just get on because we've got such strong team communication through Teams. We don't feel the need to have a team meeting every morning. Um, but we're going to give it a go and see how it gets on. And they can tell us, look, actually, now we've got Teams. We don't need this morning huddle. Or if we still need it, then we still need it. Um so- Sorry, just question on that. So they what they were doing their internal team meetings through WhatsApp as well? Zoom. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, internal yeah. written communication messaging yeah. was on group WhatsApp chats and stuff. Yeah. So it was like uh, Zoom and, and WhatsApp was kind of like a, yeah. a hybrid of what Teams is basically, right? Yeah, um, and you know, which is fine and it's great. Personally, I don't like using WhatsApp for work purely from a you can't switch off point of view. So... Yeah, like if I put something into a WhatsApp group and someone's on holiday, they're going to get that notification because they're using WhatsApp to communicate with family and friends. Whereas if it's on Teams, you can A, turn notifications off for Teams while you're on holiday and go on to do not disturb mode or out of office, whatever you want. Or delete the app if you need to. Or do what I do when I go on holiday for two weeks is I just delete the app. So I cannot even look, be tempted to look into it because it, it's a pain in the back, so I'd have to reinstall and stuff. Um, so, yeah, so we're, the whole team are moving to Teams this week. Um, so we'll 
get going with that. Um, you know, they're all looking after their own clients still. Joe's not hugely involved. She tends to do like management account meetings, cash flow meetings, which I'm going to step in and support along with Jade um, just to see what's involved and stuff and see what we can do to help there. Um, yeah, no, yeah, so that's so far. I mean, last week was very much a shock and just shockwave really through the team. Any, no one was expecting it. Um, we did the deal... Uh, Monday night really uh, was finalised then Tuesday morning onwards the team were first thing Tuesday morning the team were, in, were told then I had one-to-ones with every single team member to make sure that they could chat to me directly rather than with Joe or uh, Marie or anyone else like that sat in the meeting so they could have an open and honest chat about to me about what their concerns were etc um, and yeah they there was a lot of shock and surprise, um, but I think they've all come around and they're really looking forward to it. Um, and then now this week onwards, it's basically me talking to clients, meeting the clients that want to meet me. Um, so Tuesday was telling the team. Tuesday into Wednesday was very much Joe reaching out to all the clients, explaining it all and stuff. And then Thursday, it kind of went public Thursday afternoon. Was it Thursday or Wednesday afternoon? Thursday, I think. Um, you know, Joe's got a lot of plates spinning, as you and I have. So Joe had to work out a very coordinated schedule of who she's going to tell when. So she went rang all the stakeholders. So she rang like, people like Zero, James at Go Proposal and stuff to explain it all to them. Um, basically, all her key supporters over the years um, that she wanted to tell personally. And then she went through and had a, a schedule for about two hours of 10-minute updates of, I'm going to tell this group, this group, this group, this group, then I'm going to post here, then I'm going to post here, and then I'm going to go onto a live web and uh, like a Facebook live session to explain it to everyone and go into detail. Um, so, yeah, it was a busy afternoon <laughs> just yeah. trying to keep up with that. Um yeah, I, I thought I was busy with socials. Joe has got a lot going on, and how she coordinates is incredible. Um, I mean, that's yeah. so much to learn from as well, right? Like we yeah. kind of we're always talking about the acquisition, how it looked, but it, the, the other end. Maybe you. I mean, you've you're quite a serial entrepreneur, a serial acquisitioner at this point. But I bet that's the first time that you've had someone quite at that level in terms of being organised and putting everything forward and everything else. Yeah. So like. Bev's business a year ago was certainly was the most structured announcement we've had to do in a while. So we did one thing, uh, we did the acquisition, and then she spent, I think it was about a week going through all the clients, speaking to them, etc. Um, whilst I and at the start of that, we'd spoken to her team and started getting them on board and stuff. But there wasn't huge amounts to do in regards to the social media release. Like it was just a coordinated LinkedIn post, as it were. Uh, once everyone had been told that needed telling. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it was very structured. It was great. I've certainly taken a lot from it for future acquisitions. Like if we're going to do stuff, it's like right. These, let's identify the stakeholders. Um, I think a lot of people do these acquisitions and just assume the stakeholders are. Uh, staff team, um, clients, and that's it. And it's like, actually, there's so many people that have supported you to get to you to where you are today. You know, like if you've got a good working relationship with Zero or QuickBooks or whoever it is, do you want to inform them before it goes public as a courtesy uh, and stuff like that? So, yeah, it's uh, it's been busy. Um Definitely, definitely. But it's it's exciting though, right? And it's the sort of deal that, you know, you strive for with these sort of uh, acquisitions. They're not just you running the mill ones, are they? You're actually getting, you know, people that are known to the industry. Like if it was just ABC accountancy, it would be, okay, brilliant. But this is actually, you know, you've got, yeah. you, you're buying a known entity, which is, you know, it's just adding to your brand, isn't it? Yeah, there's plenty of people out there that are buying four or five uh, firms a year. And that's great, good, uh, good for them, and they're growing nicely, and that's brilliant, fantastic. 
Yeah, we all have. It's like an, an ideal client. We all have an ideal acquisition of, yeah. you know, some people prefer the old-fashioned accounting firms where they go and they've got some real estate with it and they can rebrand and they've got to modernize the filing system, blah, blah, blah. Other people prefer the cloud-based systems. You know, the last two deals we've done have been with well-known people and brands in the industry. And that isn't uh, accidental. That, that is very deliberate that we want to be seen, you know, me buying Bev's business led to me buying Joe's business because Joe saw the trust that Bev had in me. And the fact that a year later, Bev and I are still good friends and we were catching up at DAS and Joe went, well, if that's the relationship they've got after a deal, then that's the kind of person I'd want to work with to sell my business in the future. Joe had no intentions of selling her business this year. She just wanted to know what her business needed to look like in the next three years. Um, but I would argue anyone that's looking at selling in three to four years time, I'd start considering it now, not just to prepare, but actually to sell because in three or four years time, MTD, it's a hit. It's going to be a different landscape. Completely different landscape. Every book, every accounting and bookkeeping firm that's getting close to retirement for the owner will want out by, they won't want to have to deal with the hassle of the whole new rules technology etc so do i you know if i'm 55 or something do i deal with it all or do i just sell up and get out well i sell up and get out but standard economics flood of sale flood of firms available to sell prices go down so you know getting out now you might get a better price now than you would when your per- firm's perfect but at a time when there's a flood of businesses up for sale yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just understanding that acquisitions market, really. And at the end of the day, like no firm's ever going to get to a perfection at any point. There's always bits that you can, that's the whole point of it. That's why we enjoy it, right? That's why we're in what we're doing. Like there's always going to be bits that you want to change here and tweak there. So yeah, you could be just chasing that golden goose till the end of time, right? And oh, yeah. best thing to do is just to look at your options. And like you said, like have that having those open conversations is going to be important uh, we've got questions from the group um oh. remember if you've got comments put them into the comments area and we can talk them through paul says sounds like you need to look at whatsapp api instead of whatsapp business you can then set it to populate into a team's channel uh, yeah there is a nice little integration but i fear that there's a fee involved isn't there every time whatsapp sure there is. yeah as soon as you start going for what yeah and also just standard WhatsApp. The frustration with standard WhatsApp is it's really difficult to um, to share that between people, isn't it? It's a yep. it's designed to be for one man. It's not designed for a team. But yeah, yeah. good good recommendation there, Paul. Um, so, do you have a client engager license for each business, or do you bring those clients into one? Yeah, that's an interesting one. So, I suppose that's where you've got a massive, massive benefit to this, and a lot of people looking to acquire because. A lot of the time, the synergies and everything else, they are amazing when you start acquiring and putting two together. But sometimes it can be more hassle than worth, especially at practice management client engagement, uh, practice management level. So what, what's happened so far with your stories? Have you just just told them they're moving over or, or are you looking to move in piecemeal? Um, how's it been going so far? So the plan is to have everyone on client engager by the end of this week or next. Um, wow. I've already gone through, so Joe's business was on center. It then recently in the last few months moved to zero practice manager, but they hadn't invited the clients to any portals. Okay, that makes it easy. So clients aren't really going to be, you know, messing about trying to remember where their portals are uh, for this. So for us, it's right, we'll get them straight onto client engager, get their work in there, get the deadlines working etc and go from there so uh in answer to paul's question we only have one client engager license every single client from any of our brands goes on to client engager so that the whole team can see everything otherwise i'll be logging into four or five different areas um just to try and understand what's going on with the all the different workloads and stuff um and it's not as cut and dry as to these guys look after these clients. These guys look after these clients. Like our payroll team look after clients across all brands. Um, so we've got one license for Client Engager, which every single person gets put onto. Um, so, you know, 
adding seven new users on Friday didn't cost me a penny because we don't charge for users on Client Engager. Um, you know, so that's great. That's fantastic. Um, so we put everyone on there. We've already added all the clients as a skeleton, like all the companies yeah. and contacts are there. We just need to flesh it out now with all the contact details that we haven't got on there yet, jobs and stuff. Um, but the way we then communicate it to our clients is, look, we're part of the on-point accounting group. Yeah, some of the branding you're going to see, like at the portal end, is going to say on-point accounting group. That's fine because that means we're not having to pay three or four times for the same things, which means we don't have to pass on costs, which is great. Um, we then uh, have a custom field in Client Engager, which says which brand these clients are part of. Yeah. So because we've got that, we've then got placeholders on emails saying, so like we, with Bev's clients, we still use the Mind Your Asset brand. So when, when they get an email from the team, like a generic automation or something, it says, thanks, Mind Your, mind your Assets team. If it comes from on-point accounting, thanks, the on-point accounting team, and so on. So we can add a little bit of customization there, um, but ultimately we communicate from day one. This is now part of the on-point accounting group. Some softwares will have the on-point accounting brand on, other softwares won't. Now we're rebranding Joe's to the on-point accounting brand because at the moment it's Joe Wood Virtual FD. Joe's continuing in the industry with her coaching and stuff. So it's not fair to tie her personal brand into the business that she's got no control of going forwards. So we have now, um, you know, they're all going to be rebranded to the on-point accounting team and brand. Um, so that was easier for us this time than when we did Bev's, which we had to set up a new new custom field basically for uh, client engager. Awesome, awesome. Uh, next question. Oh, well, first of all, it's a fascinating concept. You did a podcast recently about selling your business. That was really interesting as well. Do you want to plug what podcast that was? I can't remember. Um, but there is a webinar this Wednesday, Accounting Web. Uh, any answers? Ask any answers, something like that. Was um, it, it wasn't Ashley Leeds one, was it? I think I'm, I might have spoken about some acquisitions. One of that was tech, mainly. wasn't it, that one? Yeah, that was tech mainly, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the – oh, I think oh, Kirsty might be referring to the uh, conference session I did at Digital Accountancy Show. Oh, of oh yeah, because you put a post that up about that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so um, this week on at Wednesday, I think three o'clock, Joe Wood and I are both talking to Richard from Accounting Web about both sides of the deal and what we were both looking for and stuff like that. So that should be a really good session. Yeah, is that live, that one? That will be live. I will post links and stuff later today once we've got them. Awesome. Are they using decks with a few emojis to explain the question? <laughs> uh, yes, they are. So they are using Dext. They're under contract for until about June, I think. So they're not going to be impacted by pricing yet. Um, we'll review it closer to the time as Makes to what's going to work. It? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, the price difference for Dext for that particular circumstance doesn't look too big. Um, so it might make sense to keep them there. We haven't decided yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, and I f does it work better with zero a little bit? I think there's a few extra bits you get especially with the reporting side doesn't it the text position uh, yeah. jody that's uh that's really weird because that's the second person who's mentioned client window before i definitely need to look at this in more more um detail so client window is a whatsapp um solution that seems really really reasonable um and i know another firm that's been raving about it as well so yeah i'm definitely going to be looking at that and i think that's a a good shout there jody well done um uh Nick says, are you able to filter by each office company on client engagement reports? I assume do you use your brand um, drop down to use that as a filter? Yeah, we've got, well, because Joe's clients have all gone under the on-point accounting brand, that filter wouldn't necessarily filter them out for us. But what we do have is like, we have a, a custom field called marketing source. Whenever we acquire a company, we put that as a source of marketing. So I can filter Joe's clients out with one filter, yeah quick and easy and then do what i need to do with those awesome and it was a chat about uh, a chat with a man in his garden about preparing to sell uh that no that wasn't me that was uh ashley speaking to a guy called peter 
who yes. won the Ashley Leeds podcast. Yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, no, that was the last. Was that the last one or one before? Brilliant. All right, fantastic. Now, before we go into next topic, again, congratulations, Jan. I think uh, everyone's passing that on, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot more. But we need to talk about our sponsor. So our sponsor is, of course, Employment Hero, and we couldn't be happier. Now, for those who don't know, we are running a little bit of competition internally. Um, one of us submitted them way before the deadline, and was uh, very, you know, teacher's pet at that point. The other one, uh, producer Lizzie, did six different <laughs> ones. So, again, teacher's pet. And we're still waiting on Jan's uh, thing. But apparently he's a little bit busy acquiring practice or something. I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's coming up with these excuses. <laughs> but anyway, here is um, Lizzie's number six, this one. I don't know why she's gone straight to number six. But this is her ad for number six. And this as we said, point. when we've gone through all these ads, we're going to be doing a running a poll and a competition to see which one was best. So um, let's roll ad number six. Ask the Accountant brings to you Employment Hero. Looking to hire remotely? Introducing Employer Record by Employment Hero, your key to seamless global hiring. Global Teams is a best-in-class global employer of record service. Whether you're expanding into new markets or struggling to fill open roles, Global Teams connects the best talent with the best employers, all done legally and ethically. With Global Teams, you can effortlessly navigate the complexities of hiring globally while ensuring compliance and peace of mind. Say goodbye to the headaches of international hiring and hello to a trusted partner that simplifies the process. Visit employmenthero.com to learn more about their employer of record service and revolutionise your global hiring today. There we are. Excellent. Excellent. And that's spot on. I mean, there was a reason why, one of the reasons why we like Employment Hero, isn't it? That whole opportunity to go find new talent out there. Um, yeah, I think it was kind of a nice fit. When I when I saw it, I didn't really think that needed to be in HR. And then I saw that it was there and I was like, actually, why is this not in every HR platform? But yeah, yeah you literally can just grab a role that you've already got and go, you know what? I need another one of these or I need to fill this because they're, they're, they're off out the door. And it just makes it super simple. So thank you, Employment Hero, for your sponsorship and uh, good work there, Lizzie, for producer Lizzie, for the uh, for the ad. Wow. Okay, so speaking of Ask the Accountant and uh, sponsorship and everything else, we, uh, we've become the official um, podcast for Accountex North, haven't we? So I thought it might be a good time to talk about what we can expect from ourselves over there in the, in the good old Accountants North, going up north, uh, beyond the wall, maybe, if, if someone wants to say that from a, from a, the, what do you call it, reference? from miles suppose, away from the wall, on beyond the wall. Eh, I suppose, as we're, we're, we're winter well then. Is that what it is? Is that is that the reference that you'd go with? Um, I mean, are, you, are we talking about the M25 or Hadrian's Wall? <laughs> I hope it's not M25, otherwise there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot that's above the wall then, isn't it? Um, it's not quite Watford Gap, is it? Um, but yeah, we're going up north for Accountex. We're really excited. We can't believe, actually, we've been uh, you know, asked to be the uh, the podcast of choice for um, for there. We've got a lot to lot to talk about, haven't we? We are going to have a little pod over there as well, haven't we? We've got a little area that we'll invite people to. We want to be making sure that we get some really good guests. We've already started to fill up those guest slots. So if anyone is interested in uh, coming over and talking to us, then please do make sure you get yourself signed up in the slots. We're, we're looking for literally from listeners to other vendors to people in the industry, whoever, whatever story you've got, we want to we want to listen to it. We want to get it on the podcast. So please do come along for that one. But we thought we'll put a few kind of extra bits of excitement in there as well. You know, build up the the FOMO as always. We will definitely making sure that we're going to be doing our grid walk. So keep an eye on that one. We've got some big plans for that this this time around. So do keep an eye out for that. We're also going to be doing a social media takeover for employment area as well so we'll be making sure we get some fun things done for that as well but we've decided to do a little bit different in terms of the merch and kind of giveaways haven't we is there is there anything you want to tease or do you want to give it all away what you 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 tell me what how, how do you want to approach this one we've already teased about our potential socks idea hashtag Which... algorithm linkedin algorithm <laughs> activated <laughs> 
Those socks look brilliant. And as I said to you over the weekend, Aaron, even if we don't do those socks for the masses, if we can order seven pairs each just so we can wear our own socks with our own faces on, I'd be happy. Um, but yeah, so we've got the socks idea. Um, and then, you know what, funnily enough, I went to, so I went to watch a uh, comedian last night called Ivo, Ivo, Ivo Graham. Okay. And he's, he's been all over the place for a few years, but he was just on Taskmaster recently. Um, but he, uh, a lot of his sketch was around Top Trumps um, oh. last night and um, how he used to play it as kids and how he's, he brought up a set of truck, truck, Top Trump cards, Harry Potter themed to play on a plane with his mate when they went abroad. Um, and yeah, so really good you know, insight to that. But I just found that very ironic considering the conversation we've had in the last week about potential ideas. Um, so do you want to tease what your thoughts are there? Yeah, I mean... created. Let's, we need to be open and honest about the credit for this. This needs to go to producer Lizzie. Oh, we've had that. Is yeah, her creativity is helping us out in no end here. Without a doubt. So we wanted to kind of replicate the whole you want to collect them all sort of idea. We want to try and find a way to give you a reason to come over to the uh, to the, to our podcasting area in the in Accountex this year. So yeah, we've uh, we've taken the top trumps idea. Ironically, before we had the uh, before you had the, you may have come up with the idea if we'd have left it a week later and been like you know what let's go with it. <laughs> um and we're going to be taking um basically we have cool friends and we're going to merge the two and let me tell you some of the um some of the results are absolutely brilliant so yeah there's going to be a very limited run we're not doing too many of these um and you will be able to play top trumps with them if you collect them all at some point but i don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't, don't know how dedicated you are out there for getting every single card um but yeah we're trying to make it a little bit of a collectible so yeah keep an eye on it we're really excited the mock-ups we've done already look amazing um we before we share any kind of like uh, mock-ups or anything we just want to get them approved by the the people that we're going to be doing them so our cool friends that we've had um and i think it could be a start of a really kind of different approach to merchandise and 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 trying to you know trying to get things out there yes we'll be doing socks um and, and there'll be um, an opportunity to win those socks so they won't be given out there'll be a a prize for a certain uh maybe vr inspired um activity that we've got planned so yeah and, and you know we'll be in the pit stop uh, podcasting area that's what we're going to call ourselves going on the uh, grid walk um, scenario i think we've got quite a few planned and i just feel like you know it was our first opportunity to kind of elevate our brand right and bring as accountant to something more than just us to walking around and poking microphones into people's uh, mouths um i feel like we're uh, we're trying to set the bar high aren't we in terms of what we want to do and be be different like that's what we've always tried to do right and be a little bit more creative as we can so i feel like this this idea could come down as a, a really really good idea so yeah if you are around for account x north please do stop by and please do have a look at doing it we're going to have kind of criteria of how to get yourself this merch it's a you know show that you're a, a follower of the podcast show that you've got a youtube following the youtube them sort of things and the more you tick off the more that you can show that you're done the more prizes you get so yeah it'll be a it'll be a nice little uh, uh thing i think and, and we're gonna randomize it as well so you don't know which of these top trumps you're gonna get you know which what was it gonna be is it gonna be the assay counter one or is it gonna be one of the others that we are yet to disclose yet so yeah i'm i, I feel like it was one of those ideas that just came and then I just put it into the group chat and suddenly, like like you said, Lizzie just absolutely ran with it. And before we know it, producer Lizzie has uh, done it all, thinking about series two. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. So, yeah, we're, we're really excited, aren't we, Owen, for this? I think this is the sort of thing where um, these sort of countexes and digital accounting shows and all those, that's, these are the sort of moments it's about, right? Like trying to build those wish, those FOMO moments. That's what we're trying to bring. Um, so then it, it means that if you can't come to this one you're going to make you making sure you come to one of the one of the future events 
Yeah, and the that's also kind of what the interviewing part is all about. So we're looking at doing lots of half an hour chats, which will be fairly all on a theme of why do you come to events like this? Um, because the value, there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, you don't, it's just a day out. You don't get any value from conferences and stuff. Well, this podcast came from a day out at a conference. You know, Joe Woods asking me to look at her business came from her seeing me and Bev chatting over a drink at a conference. Yeah. The opportunities you get from going to these conferences, if you're t- chatting and networking and stuff, is phenomenal. Like us speaking at conferences comes from us attending conferences and seeing that and going, yeah, we'd like a bit of that. Who do we talk to? And having those informal chats. You know, a lot of our software partnerships come from, even the Employment Hero sponsorship has come from attending conferences. So it's so important to go to these things. Um, but if we've got that many stories just between Aaron and myself, then what's everyone else's stories? What have you gained from a conference that's completely intangible or, you know, unknown, as it were, to the rest of the world that actually they'd love that opportunity if they'd gone to the conference? Um, So, yeah, so that's what the whole series of interviews is going to be kind of loosely attached around, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's what we can continue to to just show people and, 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 you know, bang the drum about. Like, you know, we want to be showing everyone what the benefits are going. And it is it is daunting that first one you ever do. You know, we've all got memories of that first one we ever did. So if you've never been to one before, then, you know, please use this as an opportunity to go, you know what, it, it isn't as bad as as you probably could feel it could be. Like there are so many more benefits out there. Um, and we've got a nice group anyway. So there's always going to be people for you to talk to and, and, and kind of get We've got with. sofas at our booth. Like yeah. if you don't know anyone, but you want to find someone that's got something in common with you, Come and sit around and have a coffee at our booth. We haven't got a coffee making facilities, but if you buy yourself a coffee and come and sit on our sofas, people that are coming over to us will have that, in theory, you'll have the same podcast interests at heart. Um, so you, that, that's a conversation starter, and you never know where that will lead. So, yeah, exactly. we're here to network. We're here to share, you know, do interview you guys and do all of that good stuff. Exactly, exactly, and that's what it's all about. Um, no, but what we got in the chat, we've got people saying, uh, but there we are. Hi, I've been watching for a while, and it's been great. Off topic, what do you use to disclose checklists and CPDs, etc.? So disclosure checklist for us is, well, it will be moving to client engagement. That's what we're going to be, or Zama as well is including that, isn't it, as they're uh, um, going through from there. And CPDs and all HR functionality, well, that's all thanks to, uh, where are they? <laughs> Employment here, they're up there somewhere. Oh, no, I should just no, do this. No, they're not, that's topics. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's all about using software that's going to help us um, be able to make it easier because, you know, suddenly it's so difficult to keep on top of this sort of stuff. If you tried to use it manually, if you just had an Excel spreadsheet or, you know, a Google form, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be really difficult to scale it with it. So that's why we really do push that idea of having best in class software just to help you get those um, requirements done and dusted. Anything more to add to that, Jan? No. And, you know, do you want to sit there entering information into a spreadsheet, saving PDFs that your team members sent you to say they've been and done CPD? into a folder somewhere or do you want to get them to update it via their app via employment hero i know which one takes less time for me <laughs> so it's the same as armor right that's the same sort of yeah. any sort of disclosures like that and aml checklists and stuff like that and 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 you know let them do it using the app and or using the links and stuff and it just makes it so much easier right um Good luck with that, though, Sonny. Uh, interesting, they aren't using Hub. for zero focus business since it's free for zero. That is very interesting, but I suppose that's them wanting to use the um, the functionality of the Zama, uh, not Zama, um, the analytics that come through Hub. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, Dex. I think Dex's OCR is just generally better and less manually manual time required than Hub. Personally, I I mean I've not looked at Hub. in a very long time. Uh, probably since before zero actually brought it to be fair but i don't they don't you don't hear enough about improvements and general rollouts and stuff with it so why would i suddenly go oh hello like you don't like yeah you exactly. do what you know. 
Um, also asked, does producer Lizzie video focus on different service and employment area? I think that shows that Lizzie's got a marketing background and knows what she's doing. Um, and I just put <laughs> the camera was- on and started eating empl- uh, um, miniature heroes. So, and we we have no idea what Johan's going to bring to the table. So, <laughs> Aaron went to the shop, brought some miniature heroes, and thought, hmm, how can I business expense these? <laughs> I'll, I'll do an advert. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, Ashley Leeds is late, so I mean we're only fifty minutes in. Should we start you from the start? Mentioned a number of times as well before he turned up. <laughs> no, we did as well. Actually, you're gonna have to. Re- we're gonna re-listen to this one. You've been uh, talk of the town. Your ears should have been burning. Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning to you too. And what have I missed? Well, missed us talking about you, Ashley. Yep. Talking about you, and hopefully. If you reply to our messages, Ashley, you'll be one of our guests at uh, Accountex North as well. Um, moving swiftly on, will you be running a virtual Accountex North for those who can't attend? Maybe we are looking into it. We definitely, definitely, definitely want to get some form of live content out there. We have all the gear. We have the idea, but we're not 100% sure we've got the network bandwidth. So we will try our very best. Um, thankfully, now that we've got the Ask the Accountant YouTube channel, that will probably be the place where it will flow to. Um, yeah. Maybe LinkedIn, maybe. But yeah, if if we do anything, keep an eye on that uh, as the accountant YouTube channel. Um, Sam is in agreement. Ivo Graham is fantastic and the socks need to happen. I think you're completely right. We will be making sure. You, you've got to go and win it. You've got to be in it to win it. So Sam, if you're there, which you will be, because um, we'll be doing your uh, your employment hero um, social media takeovers. We're going to need your help on that one. But yes, you, to win the socks, you're going to have to. Uh, let's just say you're going to have to get get good at um, certain sport out there um, in VR. So yeah, and it's we'll not leave golf. it that tease. And it's definitely not golf. No, um, Lorraine. Hello, how are we doing? I'm accountant's North. I'll say hello. Do and then do try and sign up to as many of as you can to get the uh, get the rewards. Good morning, gents. I'm I'm turning a hobby into small business. Excellent. That's exactly what we want to hear, Lee. Well yeah. done. Where can I learn the basis of bookkeeping, please? Thanks, Lee. If I know this bit of a personal plug, but if you head over to the Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, then there are plenty of videos there on le- on how QuickBooks can help you turn. Um, the basic bookkeeping on and honestly i think that's a great place to start and if you've got any further questions don't forget to come back on a later ask the accountant episode and we'll, we'll talk about some specifics for you but good luck with it that's definitely the way to do um and yeah quickbooks will be perfect for you to um, to push that forward uh ashley's going to be at accountex which is good that means again please do answer your uh, email there uh, someone asked me to be on a panel excellent well done ashley accountants and other industry events and for networking for great for catching with friends too and making new friends it certainly is uh get someone to sponsor a coffee machine um yeah i mean we could bring our own coffee machine if we're allowed but looks <laughs> no. espresso machines yeah exactly exactly i have a sage coffee machine but the less we talk about that the better um this time I've put the accountant sessions into my diary with the fit number. I bring my tea to drink on the safe. Excellent. That's what we like to see. Um, maybe that's what we do. We just bring flasks and people. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, I remember it was good. I've just replied. Sorry, I had man flu. Oh, well, okay. Fair enough. I mean, if you've got man flu, that's it. I mean, how are you still here and typing away is what, what a question on everyone's lips really, isn't it? Um, a virtual account text, please. Oh, yeah, we can definitely look into it. Uh, feeling guilty now, don't you've got a very, very good reason for it. And Lee, great, yep, good luck with it. And again, reach out if we can help in any way. Uh, Joe got zero to give her for uh, one for the oh, okay. So now you're a platinum partner. <laughs> start start, uh, start yeah. cashing in those platinums. Um, going from there, right. Uh, great and as always thank you so much for everyone for putting the comment into the comments that uh, you guys are what make this show what it is um i'm just going to go quickly on this uh, next topic because we've got two that i definitely want to cover yep. um, and one of them we just want to make people aware of um in fact no because we won't want to do it let's do tech roundup right so tech roundup this time round. this one i am very shocked about because i do feel like um this is going to be something that's going to cause some major issues going forward but effectively what we found out is that chat gpt which we always knew was um a bit of an expensive operation and we knew that there was going to be some costs involved and i think we even mentioned how 
the uh, um, Bing, so Bing's got their, what is it, co-pilot's called, isn't it? Uh, we discussed on a previous video that basically the co-pilot um, uh, pricing, and it, we were shocked, I suppose. We were like, oh, is that going to be worth it? Is it not? Yeah, well, it does seem like um, those prices are going to be at the low end um, compared to what it actually costs to run this service. So the news has been reporting that ChatGPT is marching towards bankruptcy. Um, 5.4 billion Intel deal falling through um, and it costs them currently $700,000 per day to run ChatGPT. Now they are not small numbers. Um, and with ChatGPT getting such, um, you know, relevance at the moment and we're pushing so much through there and we're you know every conversation we're having in terms of vendors and everything is about ai it's going to be an expensive expensive um subscription going forward isn't it now i suppose this makes sense why the likes of intuit are building their own from day one but then do they realize it's going to be this sort of price it's not going to have as many queries going through there's you know it's going to be a scalable cost size i would have thought but if it is seven hundred thousand pound dollars per day to run, then it's not going to be long until we start having to fork that bill, right? This can't go on for forever. So, what's your thoughts on this, Yann? I mean, you did kind of talk briefly about you looked into client engager, looking at maybe bringing some form of AI at some point later down the line. I know that's a a future thing, but it's all going to be dependent, right, on how much that's going to cost to implement. Yeah, I mean, a chat GPT already charged for the privilege of using their, their APIs um, for software providers, so it is a consideration already. Um, I, that, that price has got to go up, right, if it's yeah. if this is true. There's no way that whatever the price is now is sustainable. Yeah, like $700,000 a day to run it, and we know, look, I believe they've forecasted, if nothing changes from now, they're forecasted to go bankrupt by this time next year. Um, and their user numbers are also plummeting, which is interesting. So I saw a graph the other day, nice little bar chart. And they, they, they peaked at like 1.5 billion users one month. And then it's now down to 0.8, I believe, for the last wow. month. So demand is tailing off like they've seen a peak in interest and it's now tailing or off tailing off now was that users or was that requests i don't i can't remember i only looked at it briefly but yeah that not only is there a huge cost to running this every day but also and then you know intel have pulled out of a potential deal and stuff but also demand is tailoring off already now whether that will go back up again in the near future i don't know i kind of feel like the next chat GPT version needs to launch to re reignite interest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I pay, so I've got access to the latest version because I pay for the privilege at 20 quid a month. And to be fair, the amount of time it saves me in research and stuff, it's fine. I have no issue with that. Would I pay more than that? Probably not. So they need better adoption or they need some investment and they need it soon. <laughs> So this drop-off, though, that's nothing to do with Bard coming into the market, is it? Because in theory, if you take anything from it, Bard should be the ultimate chat GPT equivalent, right? If yeah. they can get the tech right, if because the data they hold is by far the biggest database in the world. Yeah, you've got Google, you've got YouTube, you've got all the data we've been plowing these days into social medias they can just get access to that because google gets access to all of that data as well doesn't it so in theory bard should be their biggest competitor yeah, and that think, should be the one but i don't it's, you don't hear anyone using it do you it just uh, and we haven't got transparency of those figures so yeah if bard released a fig uh, their figures alongside chat gpt and we go right chat gpt's drop point 0.2 but Bard's picked up by 0.2. We know where they, like the use across, yeah. like the market's not grown, it stayed stagnant, but the portfolio has been spread across more providers. Um, but we haven't got that. We haven't got those numbers at the moment to look at. Yeah, yeah. And if it worse comes to worse and they do go bankrupt and it just dies overnight, surely 
there's going to be someone to buy the the carcass oh, or yeah. what's left over. There's enough. Like already, it's got enough of a a weight behind the name, right? No one had heard of Chat GPT twelve months ago or two years ago, whatever the time frame was, right? Now, yeah, and buy it. They've already invested huge amounts of money into it, so it's in their own. You know, so it makes sense for them to themselves to buy it if it does go cheap. Yeah, 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 and and that's what for me that's what runs the Bing and the. Office 365 uh, Copilot, which is the one that we're utilizing as opposed to ChatGPT as well. But I mean, we we were like all, oh, you know, when we heard the prices for what they were going to be, but actually that's pittance to what it's actually costing to run it, isn't it? And yeah. like you said, the value you get out of it, it's going to come to a point where we're going to have to pay that sort of price. Um, and then you've got your things like Carbon and Pixie pushing that they're using AI now going forward. I mean, some would say that's a bit of a buzzword they were using and they don't actually have all that functionality, but you know, I'll keep my opinions to myself. Um, but if they are, and I, I believe they were, they were just leveraging off the likes of chat GPT and using APIs and stuff. Then at some point there's got to be a, a significant increase in cost to be able to make that yep. warranted as well. Doesn't it? Definitely. And they're going to have to pass it on. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, they don't have unlimited amount of uh, resources, so it's got to happen. They can't be running a loss every single day just to uh, just to bring in ChatGPT. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think we've got to keep an eye on it. Um, still interested to see that the likes like Accounting Manager and Bright haven't mentioned anything about AI yet, but maybe this is it. Maybe they, they already see that there's too much cost involved in it. So we yeah. shall see. Right. Um, uh, let me look at my show notes. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, you haven't, you haven't mentioned about your new toy yet, Mac, your MacBook Mini. Do you want to, your Mac Mini, should I say? Is it, um, are you happy with your new purchase? Is it, is it, I mean, was it? It doesn't take 33 minutes to render a 13 minute video. So I'm more than happy. Yeah, no, I, uh, behind me is my video editing desk. Um, so I was powering that originally. That's, so that's a whole new thing for me. I've never had a video editing desk, but I plan to power that with my Mac mini. Um, what I hadn't really taken into account is how old that Mac mini was. It was an Intel one. Um, so I did some video editing yesterday and I went, sent, put those on to render. No, normally if I do that on my, uh, M2 MacBook air 13 minute video, minute minute and a half to render 33 and a half minutes on that so quick jolly down to the apple store yesterday I mean, afternoon. It, it was a com come a, a, a it was an impulse buy <laughs> one minute you text me saying it was 33 minutes next minute you text me saying oh, i'm just off to i've got a meeting with uh, apple in an hour <laughs> don't if you like apple products like me do not have an apple store in your city it is ex- Extortionately expensive and a high risk of expenditure. <laughs> the moment anything goes, like from a, from one point of view, so a few months ago, my headphones weren't working properly. So I took, the, you know, it was great to be able to just go into town. You know, I just jumped on the bus. It stops right outside the Apple store. Went in, gave them my headphones. They tested them. They said, these are the problems. Here's your warranty. So we'll cover it. Absolutely brilliant. If I didn't live in Edinburgh, I'd have had to send them away. They'd have yep. been tested. Like absolute nightmare. Um, so the stores are incredible. The staff are so lovely. But when you then sit there going, oh, that's a bit slow. I ought to get a new one and replace it. It's a bit too easy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so my old Mac Mini has been replaced with a new Mac Mini, the uh, M2 Pro edition. Um, and, yeah, far, far quicker. Far, far better. So I'm much happier now. Thank you. Good. Good. And I know like, we've got some more stories coming up with Apple as uh, September's around the corner and there's a certain event that uh, will uh, obviously uh, be covered on this show. So, uh, last My few bits. Twitching already. I know, right? I know, I know. Anyone want to sponsor us the accountant at all? <laughs> right. Um, what else are people saying? So, Marlene says, uh, I use ChatGPT and Bard, still prefer ChatGPT. It's odd, isn't it? Bard's should be the the leader but now it's been difficult to uh even i've struggled to get used to it and i think we get it free with our g suite subscription i think it's part and parcel of it believe me yeah uh, struggling to adopt for it 
Uh, Pavel says, I've started my programming on Macintosh. Excellent. Uh, I love your Mac story. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, uh, we're very much, if Apple wants to sponsor us by any chance, then uh, we're more than open for that one. You won't even have to give us much because we've already got all the gear. Yeah, exactly. Just invite us down to the Apple campus. That'll, that'll do us for, for life. Yeah. Right. That is it. That is the end of today's show. So thank you again to Employment Hero for sponsoring our little podcast. More on them next week as well when we go to our next um, sponsorship segment. Um, And keep an eye out for us, as we've already said, about the fact that we're going to be looking to do some social media takeover for them soon as well. So keep an eye out for that one. Uh, Thank you to my co-host, Jan. Thank you for coming along and talking about your uh, recent acquisition. And most importantly, thank to every single one of you who's uh, signed up, talked to us, chatted about us, put a question in, or just watched watched our program. It does mean a lot to us. So with that, that is the end of today's session. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you all next week. I'll be in a different location as well. So that's a nice little tease for you, isn't it? I might be uh, slightly up north. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye.